Would you rather have sex with your cousin in secret or not have sex with your cousin, but everyone think you did? Um, not have sex with my cousin, everyone think I did. Really? Yeah. Okay. What about you? <laughs> I don't know because I don't know if I'd actually be able to have physical sex with my cousin. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't. You know? Yeah. But then everybody thinking that you did is hard. Someone thinking that you did something that you know you didn't do aggravates you so much. It does, but I feel like... I don't know. I feel like I could convince them that I didn't. <laughs> so it's like they could think that, but then I'll be like, nah, where are you getting that info from me? It's wrong. Please show me the receipts. Yeah, I'll show you the receipts. I'm gay and all my cousins <laughs> are boys. So it wasn't. I liked how you stopped there because you're like, that thing that you did younger with your cousins. Anyway. <laughs> Guess what today is? What is it? <laughs> my big two seven birthday finally legal legal for what heroin heroin <laughs> <laughs> so yeah two seven 10th of september big oh you say it's creative year as well 27 actually you were saying that wasn't you? it is and also the way that the, all the planets are aligned the virgo energy at the moment is strong, is strong. It we've is got so that strong. strong virgo energy to all my other Virgos, happy yes. birthday. Have the best day. And I'm blessed to be spending it with you. <laughs> I love that. Big up, happy birthday to Simeon. Thank you. Enough about me. It's not all about me. It is all about you today. today. It, is, yeah. it is. It always is though. Come on. <laughs> it's that Virgo energy. <laughs> anyway. Hiya love, welcome back to episode 9 of Why Aren't Thou, I'm your host Simeon Taylor and as you could tell from the last episode, they are now shortened down and we are doing just one topic per episode which is absolutely amazing, means that you can bless yourself with my voice for just a little bit longer, actually it's shorter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, who the fuck are you? So only buddy Yasmin in the studio again, isn't it? I didn't even introduce her. I'm just like, the thing is, we're so inseparable. <laughs> Simeon forgets I'm around at this point. I just follow him it's everywhere, just, honestly. Just a shadow. Anyway, so welcome back to the show, hey, Yasmin. How have you be been? Back. I've been good, yeah. It's been a good few weeks, busy. Yeah, it was. Thank you for sharing the last episode of the podcast. That's Got okay. Good feedback from that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to hit us with a line of the theme tune? A line of... Ketamine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Remember last weekend when you was wasted at my pie, but anyway, never mind. Titties everywhere. And we're going to hit it off with everyone's favourite tune, and that is the theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> tits out for the boys, say tits out for the boys. Tits out. Tits out for the girls, say tits out for the girls. Tits out, tits out for the non-binaries, tits out for the non-binaries. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Inclusivity. <laughs> Woo! Right. Do you know what we're actually gonna play? I'm gonna play a quick game, Manchester phrases game. All right. Right. Let's go. So you've got to guess what the Manchester phrase means. I'll probably do quite well. You'll do all right because you're from the north. So actually, it's gonna be. It's not really setting you back from a hard one. Watch me do terribly. I know. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm gonna do your name. So I'm gonna right. do wise. So you what? You what? Like what's up? Yeah. Like, what are you saying? 
can use it. Like, I'm not going to town tonight. You what? You what? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? So you're not coming to town. <laughs> you're a fucking bubble bath. You what? You what? Um, you know what? You're hanging. Hanging? Hanging. Do you mean like hanging? Do you know what? She's hanging. Her extensions, you can see the clippings, they're hanging. Just like, like shit. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah. gross. Filming. You're disgusting. Uh, that is absolute scenes. Scenes, yeah. Scenes is like absolute <laughs> scenes, mate. We're having some absolute scenes up in here. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast is bare scenes. Absolute scenes, which is like unbelievable. Isn't it? Like a yeah. Fun... You're doing all right. You yeah, are, right. you mate. I'm from the north. Proper northerner. Whereabouts? York. Yorkshire. York. Yorkshire. Mate, I swear down. I swear I down, <laughs> mate. I fucking swear <laughs> down, right. MC Small and that's name. Gonna go about a phone, gonna play the game, game. gonna roll, roll the dice. dice. Once or twice, twice. pushing and I'm feeling that you got me. You got me rushing the mind. Bit of a boy, pull up your shots and we can dance it down. Yes, I pass the sign. Hold on tight. Bit of a boy, gonna feel alright. MC Small, you want to get free? Shagging out the Presley. Yes, yes we can. Have a bum and kick in the base. MC Small, gonna win the stress. I'm the best MC to walk this globe. You know I'm 11 years old. MC Small, is I'm the best you know from the Northwest. And that is something me and Simeon bonded right over. Right away, cock. And that's how you know you're fucking northern. And if you don't know that, you're fucking minging. Minging. And you're fucking snide as well. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Uh, stop mithering me. You're like, big issue, big issue. No, I don't want to buy a big issue. Oh, come on, big issue. Big... No, I don't want it. Big issue. Stop fucking mithering me. I don't want to buy you a big issue. I'm all right. Thank you I very much. I have a big issue with this. <laughs> you're mithering me. <laughs> See, this is a Bothering. word. Yeah, thank you. Because this is the word that I say. And someone's like, especially when I type it, and they go, do you know what I mean? Like, mother. Stop mothering me. I was like, no. no. Mithering, like, stop. Yeah, stop bothering yeah. me. Like, fuck off. Stop mithering me. Yeah. Like, it's pestering me. You know, I didn't know if you realised that. I'm not bombs spelling out Yasmin. Is it ek? Is it ek? Like, is it though? Like, like, how do you explain these words? Because I know what they all mean. but it's So, like, like if I was going to go, mum, it's going to be sunny tomorrow. And she went, is it ek? It just means, like, raining. it's just like, nah, it's not. Yeah, like, is it fuck balls? off. Yeah. Like, you don't know. Don't know why I'm giving the answer to these. It's true, though. And now. Got now. Got now. When got people now. say, how much money have you got right now? I'll say now. now. Nothing. Zero. You want to buy a bus ticket, you fucking dickhead? <laughs> I do, yeah. <laughs> but I got now on me. Stop being fucking mardy because I got now. Gotta go buy some scran. Gonna go buy some scran. Uh, I love being a norbada. Go twos on that fag. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Twos upon that and high school life. Right, so without further ado, yeah. scrap that over there. Let's get cracking. Let's get cracking. So today we are going to address the argument is should trans and non-binary athletes be placed in categories that they identify themselves as gender wise right obviously you being the trans and non-binary angel in my life hey. i couldn't have asked for anybody else to join me in this podcast to discuss this issue so thank you so much for coming again thanks for having me i love you i love you too illy illy xd <laughs> rar <laughs> <laughs> okay so obviously not only are trans and non-binary people forever fighting for the equal rights within society but now they're actually fighting for their existence in sports yeah a space where they enjoy for a trans and non-binary person to do sports i think is a massive confident thing for themselves to yeah. put themselves out there obviously you're wearing like um shorter well, then some clothing. people don't actually like to do that they try to hide his body as much as possible so they find something that they enjoy and the argument mainly is towards trans women 
Yeah, which a lot of these arguments genuinely are pointed towards. They are the ones that experience the most hate within society. Yeah. Trans and non-binary people are just fighting just to fit in. Yeah, they just, just they just in. want what they want. They just They're want. not asking for anyone else to do anything else. They just want to exist. They just want what everyone people else has. Have. Yeah. Yeah. They just want to exist as people. What is wrong with that? And why do like cis people think that it's all right to have a say because they they shouldn't have a say in it mm-hmm. in my opinion. No, you're completely right. Yeah. But I'm sat here as a cis person. Yeah, but you're an ally, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, you know... I get what you mean. Yeah. It's like when these straight cis white women are having opinions against trans people, trans <laughs> women... JK Roll. JK rolling all these fucking turfs, which I feel like you need to explain to me what... Absolutely. It's a turf. Should we, yeah, okay. So a turf is a trans-exclusionary radical feminist. And they actually, like, love being called them. They think it's like... They actually created the term as a positive they created that term because they think that it's particularly trans women they don't believe trans women are real women and they are trying to protect their own womanhood and this is like feminists yeah so it's there is actually a real rise in well real rise in realizing they've always been there but sadly in the lgbtqia community i've realized at least in recent years that a lot of older gay women are indeed turfs because they try and keep the word dyke and lesbian to cis women and as a non-binary person who calls themselves a lesbian and a dyke i am their worst nightmare but also <laughs> no but they hate when trans women also call themselves lesbians and dykes etc they think it's a holy word for the the ones blessed with the afab why are you so concerned about what people yeah, just actually want to label themselves and I have this massive issue with when minority people who are already in minority groups and I wouldn't even argue sorry but I wouldn't argue that like cis women now are really like in the grand scheme of things that minoritized anymore but they think they fought so hard for themselves which arguably they have but now they think that they can have a say in someone else's minorityness like we should all fucking support each other just saying Mm -hmm. this is the thing that angers me this thing that i feel like i've said so many times on the podcast why are minority groups not supporting other minority groups it's ridiculous it's like you've had your fight you've won it to some degree why are you fighting someone else like you're literally Mm -hmm. If we're speaking about governments, we can obviously speak about Donald, well, absolute dickhead of the century, Donald Trump, because the things that he's oh, taken away from trans man. people oh, in America... Oh, it's next level. So he's banned with. them from the military. He's stopped students from using the bathroom that matches their gender identity. They've been sh- they stripped trans people of yep. the right to have their gender recognised illegally. so they strip trans people their right to have their gender recognized legally which is an absolute fucking joke it's something about healthcare as well isn't it you can be refused healthcare now so you can be discriminated against via healthcare they can refuse any healthcare now if you're trans yeah just any just like no sorry no what the fuck we're letting and this is like you know this is some first world country that supposedly like their healthcare system's fucked, but are you joking? You're gonna let someone die because because just what? Just because they identify themselves as a just because that they're they breaking down, born. breaking down, fucking binaries that the Bring society that the society down. created to make us work in a fucking capitalist structure. Just that you know, gender is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. And then if we want to jump. Across the pond, as they say. To his fucking... To his absolute... Arsehole of a friend, Boris. 
who's the biggest waste man in this country today, our shit government and how they have taken us back steps in the fight for equality and especially for trans and non-binary people. Yeah. So Boris Johnson is scrapping plans to allow self-identification. Yeah, so he scrapped the GRA Gender Recognition Act, which was all going ahead. Which means means that um trans and non-binary people people who just don't like want to choose their own gender regardless of how you put yourself on a gender spectrum are allowed to do that without having to go through rigorous doctor's appointments psychiatric assessments and also it means creating a separate kind of identifier which was going to be like an x i believe which is mm-hmm. n- neither male nor female which i think is important to give a lot of people gender euphoria when it comes to you know, mm-hmm. identifying. And he fucking scrapped that because he's a bellend. Which was actually developed by Theresa May. Yeah. You know what? So we need to give she props had ma- to Theresa May many for that. A, she had many a fault, that woman. <laughs> um, she was a bit of a wet wipe. But in all fairness to her, she was she was trying with that. And, you know, it had so much support. It was really highly supported in government as well. Mm-hmm. In government. Would you rather suck Boris Johnson's dick or Donald Trump's? <laughs> Do I have to answer that? Are you joking? No, I don't want to answer that because literally both of them obviously have a poor diet. They look really anemic. So I don't want to touch any of it. It'll taste like... (laughs) Logically, no. I mean, I wouldn't mind doing it just to sell the story on. But um, Remember that woman though that said she had an affair is Boris Johnson. And then, oh my God, there's an interview that you need to watch. So just Google Lorraine Kelly shading Jennifer and it's Bantz. So yeah, sorry, you were speaking about how the government has also said that he wants to protect female-only spaces and he will only be allowing people in based on their gender anatomy. That's another thing that he's also released recently, which I think is... But that, also, there is a massive issue with intersex people, like not being kind of respected and identified within society and having a midwife as a mum like I actually realized how common it was to be born into sex and have you know a mixture of either the hormones or the genitalia or you know the organs and a lot of cultures recognize it as a third gender India exactly but (laughs) in our society they actually go ahead with surgery without the consent of the person and give and decide decide and i think by doing what boris is doing you're like completely alienating a group of people that are already alienating and like this movement of gender neutralness which means a lot of things and different things to different people also kind of gave these people the space to kind of exist how they were they don't have to choose a path they don't have to choose which box to Mm -hmm. put themselves into and he doesn't give a fucking shit mate he has no transgender people in his party. Does he have any like people of colour? I don't think so. But he probably doesn't have any people of colour. He doesn't. I don't think so. And to change the rights of people who you aren't sitting down with and speaking directly to, to try and understand what they need in order to better their lives is absolutely ridiculous. And also to have a party that is not inclusive means that you're not a prime minister for this country. You're a prime minister for the people that are exactly like you, which is a racist, homophobic, straight, white, cis male. Boo! Need I say any more, really? Yeah, fuck Boris. <laughs> Legit, though, get rid of him. He's a fucking weirdo. Yeah, would you like his gooch, though? No, of course not. <laughs> Are you joking? Are you fucking joking? It's sweaty, sweaty corona gooch. But he's got piles and everything. Oh, my God. I can't even believe he's managed to conceive a child. Like, <laughs> he just looks so anemic. He I needs can't. some... Like, apparently, he just eats, like, bloody McDonald's all the time. Which, like... <laughs> 
I can't. When he has a wage like that, like literally eat some fucking salad, mate. How has he not got private chefs? I don't know. He's a private fucking mess. That's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. <sighs> you know, universities are terrible spaces. Like, I think they've been, you know, made into businesses pretty much. But the one thing I'll give them fucking credit for is they're allowing the people that are the minority to have a say. So, like, mm-hmm. they have someone that represents that. And I think government should fucking do that. Like, if you're going to have someone that is in charge of i don't know universal credit they should have some sort of knowledge of what it's like to be working class if you're gonna have someone that you know is doing stuff with like the police you should have people of color that have been fucking you know treated unfairly Mm -hmm. you know have some sort of experience it's diversity yeah to create change you need diversity the government have no motherfucking diversity the fact is nowadays mps are being given jobs when they have no experience in they have no background here and they have no knowledge and it's like how can you give someone a massive job like that managing a country managing a sector of finances health sectors you know e.g dido harding who originally worked for talk talk she failed a job at the test and trace she was involved in that and she failed massively Mm. Um, and now she's got a top job with no other candidates being considered whatsoever. She is the head of public health for England. Love that. Right? She has yeah. no scientific medical qualifications or experiences whatsoever. So yet again, this is just in a white party promoting yeah. white people. And also she's probably got some dirt on Boris or something. Like the oh, thing course, is, yeah. that is the equivalent as me just walking into fucking, I don't know, Moorfields Eye Hospital and being like, you're right, mate, I'm just going like, to do some surgery on your eye. Like I have <laughs> no experience. That but is literally... That is literally the same as me just being a surgeon. And like, fair enough, I've watched loads of Grey's Anatomy, so I could probably try better than she can. But you know what I mean? like CSI, my do, do you know what I mean? Like, she can't, <laughs> she can't just, like, you can't just employ someone to look after. It's like the health of everybody in the, help, yeah, in the UK. Literally. Like, she's like, no. Literally. And you know what? There was an article in The Independent, actually, and it was about this psychiatrist in the NHS who was employed for 15 years and they had no experience and they just got found out and they blagged basically yeah. the CV and their past experience. But obviously back in the day, there wasn't as many checks, but still. You know what I was actually speaking about recently, actually? It was really interesting. Yeah, it was you. Was it me? Yeah. Because you were saying that trans women, because they've been born a man and grown up partially in a man's world and they understand the hierarchy and obviously they've come from a background where they're supported and told like they're great and they don't have to act like a specific way, usually maybe a little bit more masculine. No, that that is correct, but I don't want that to come off wrong. Basically, I'm basing this, I wrote a lot about this as like someone who is transmasculine. So Juno Dawson, she is a actress, a writer, she's incredible and she wrote a book called The Gender Games. So I read this book and it's the first book that I could find or any sort of thing that I could find where a trans woman talks about this, talks about the experience of growing up under the kind of like things that society puts on a young man. So she was talking about how it was easier for her in the workspace or, you know, just being a person in the world because she was more vocal, more loud, more able to talk. But I do do still think 
regardless of that trans women do have a lot of a harder time within society if they're not passing so if if mm-hmm. people realize they are Agreed. trans and um, trans women definitely are not a lot less safe within society but when it comes to this idea of like when you grow up as a woman or you know society puts womanhood on you you're told to be smaller close your legs be quieter don't speak up so I think there is this interesting dynamic when it comes to trans men where when you grow up and you're wanting to transition for example you are a lot more quieter anxious and this is a generalization people fit outside of that but I've personally experienced that and reading um, Gino's book it's incredible to hear a trans woman speak about that speak about the differences as growing up as a young man and then transitioning to a woman and also she kind of touches upon how differently she's treated because she is now seen as a woman she's always felt like a woman but now society sees her as a woman for example she touches on when she goes to the same cafe she's been going to since forever now they give her a smaller portion of cake because she's a woman yeah oh my god really yeah she speaks about it. it's really wow. interesting yeah so without us even knowing, I think there is this yeah. way that we treat people completely differently. Based upon the gender that they're... They're showing us, yeah. That is actually mad. Like I actually would... The smallest of things that you actually would not think about, like, depends. For me, you pay for a portion. You pay yeah. for a portion size. Like, it doesn't matter. But it, it's wow. true. Like, I think even if you go to, like... I went and got some chips last night from a local takeaway, which is incredible. And I, you know, I do find myself wondering if I was more mask and male presenting would they have given me a larger portion maybe like i don't know because they assume i eat less i don't but they, <laughs> they assume you know <laughs> yeah but like just because one person has assumed we can't obviously put everyone in the same of box course, like everyone that course. works in hospitality is going to give women smaller portion sizes <laughs> but that is a very good thing to bring to bring to light because it's something that i would never consider would even happen yeah so it's good to shed light on those things. So basically, with this argument, one side is arguing, especially towards trans women, that they shouldn't be placed in women categories as they are bigger, faster, and stronger. Mm-hmm. Which sounds just such like a, a stupid stereotype, I point think- blank, right? Just quickly. And then the other side is that a male is going to impersonate a female in sport competitions which is just one of those stupid fear things that we can't have gender neutral toilets because Mm. a trans person is going to go in and see, I don't even want to say. No, I think everyone I don't even want to say, you know what I mean? Because it's just ridiculous. Um, I don't even want to say the whole statement because the statement itself is stupid. I think it's interesting because when it comes to society and shit like that, I think maybe we should actually address maybe some of the abuse that cis men are doing within society. And then maybe we wouldn't be scared of trans people so much because they they put this fear onto trans women because they're like oh no not someone that was born a male in a woman's toilet it's like well fucking tr- like treat <laughs> cis men like train tr- cis men to not be fucking why weird the, why, the reason the, the reason they're scared is because of their own masculinity yeah that's what it is no, of course. Feel, and do you know what i actually read a really interesting article recently by vice which yes was very weird by vice because nowadays vice articles are just becoming ludicrous and ridiculous yeah but it was a cis straight man who said he respects and loves every single woman but he prefers to date trans women and it was the first article or first perception from a straight cis male that i've seen who didn't fetishize trans women and he was saying he never says anything to do with their body or anything he just said the way that their minds worked and for a while he 
always wanting to protect his masculinity and he never told his friends because he thought that they would think he was gay or they think less of him. And then he came to a place where he's like, I actually, like, I don't care. I date trans women. They're beautiful. The yeah. minds work amazingly. The hearts are so open. They're so pure. So he's actually set up this foundation now where he does online forums, you can online Facebook group, and he encourages more straight men to come forward and just have conversation and just to speak openly and educate yeah. other people. Like it's completely fine and there's nothing wrong with it whatsoever. I think it is interesting, the preference of that in a non-fetishizing way. I, w I love to be interested in why that is. And I think it is because when you're dating somebody that is not conforming to society's kind of stereotypes of gender, for example, you're allowed to yourself be a bit more, you know, there is an issue with this idea of fragile masculinity, toxic masculinity, and I think trans men also find it really difficult in regards to being more masculine because sometimes I feel like I am portraying the toxic traits of masculinity. Sometimes I am. And I think it's interesting for people to feel like they're able to explore that more. And it's only, I, the reason why I came out as trans and non-binary, I always felt it forever. Um, but the reason I felt comfortable too, because for me, trans was a dirty word for ages, ages and ages. I actually made a friend at uni and they are trans non-binary and they, you know, being around people like that, you actually feel comfortable to explore mm -hmm. that within yourself. So I think, you know, the more I am around trans and gender non-conforming people, the more I feel so comfortable and so strong and so valid. And I think, you know, that's it. That is it. And I think it's important to, you know, not fetishize that. And if people have a preference to be with trans people, like Grind is a really interesting one. As a trans masculine person, there's a lot of trans masculine people on Grindr mm -hmm. and a lot of gay men feel like that invalidates them a little bit to sleep with trans men for some reason but like why is that i don't know no no it's, it's very relevant because also hookups is an interesting thing when it comes to the trans community and how they're often portrayed but grinder is there's just so many like depths to grinder where it's just best not to be on grinder yeah point blank because also what i what i often used to see what really annoyed me was like these blank profiles and the like straight male looking for trans only and then like my friend basically a trans woman the conversations that she has they're yet again reinstating that yeah. they are straight as if to say that if you're a trans woman, then you are not yeah. a full woman. Yeah. They don't see you as a full woman. Yeah. Because you wouldn't go to you just wouldn't go to, to a cis woman and go, Oh, just let you know I'm straight. Yeah. You'd be like, Okay, cool. Well, you're speaking to a woman. Yeah. So what relevance is that? E.g. Euphoria, why we were saying Euphoria is such a good pro program because one, it doesn't include any type of labels. Yeah. I'm up to episode seven, but there's never yeah. there's never any discussion in terms of like sexuality. It just is. Yeah, it just exists. And I think that's what the world should fucking be like. That is why Grinders terrible because there are so, so many categories we are literally categorizing people man like now nah. it was only till last month where on grinder you could filter down to someone's ethnicity i know i know I you know. know i know <laughs> i know i know for fuck's sake the and joke. it's annoying because there isn't many substitute apps that they're trying but there is something that pops up there is i think it's called tammy it's lgbtqi plus dating but like, but it is it hookups? Because up. we need like a grinder esque hookup like, thing. Grinder, Tinder, mm. Hinge are all dating sites that they're just a platform to hook up. So are they though? Like, I've got a relationship off of things. 
No, yeah, you can get it. It's one of those. It's just, it's just a platform. And if you want to go and hook up with someone, you can pretend you can hook up. If you want to go and have a friendship, you can have a friendship. If you want to go and date, you can date. All the like, I've gone on dates. I've had a relationship with Grinder. I've gone on dates on Grinder. I've hooked up on Grinder. I've gone on dates on Tinder. I've hooked up off Tinder. So it just depends what you want off the platform. At the end of the day. Because I think, I don't think people look at it as what is the actual purpose of the app. Mm. People just look at it like, okay, this is a platform where I could connect with X, Y, Z yeah. type of people. Okay. Pretty much. I, I told you about Lex though, right? Lex is great. Everyone get on Lex. Lex no. is a great um, platform, but I don't know. But just to go back to the the whole argument of like the trans and non athletes, I think it's absolute joke because it's fear-based to yeah. think that a male is going to go and impersonate a female for what reasons for for example and throughout history there's not been one male that has actually gone and impersonated a female in in sports whatsoever yeah and i don't think they would <laughs> like what is the need why would they why, what is the need why would they it's not like i'm a millionaire where that guy went on and was actually coughing in the background and trying well, to scam a million pounds like yeah. it's not that i don't think i don't think that would ever happen so i think people need to just stop mm-hmm. i think people are scared i think people are just bloody scared because for the first time ever they're kind of questioning everything they've ever been told so it's like nah like no one's gonna do that the regulations by the international association of athletics federation IAAF state that women must have a blood testosterone level of five nanomoles in the body to therefore qualify to be mm-hmm. in a women's category. It was originally 10 mm. in 2018, then 2019 it was lowered to five, which if you think about it is absolutely crazy when the average woman's testosterone level is between eight to 60. Yeah. Right? And if we're thinking specifically about trans women here, so the average man is 240 to 950 so obviously for them to go through a medication process to lower their testosterone levels even if it was 240 right to then drop down to five rapidly to five is not damaging to the body they do they've done it on purpose so it's it's unachievable it is unachievable because what you do is you you take estrogen but you also take something called a testosterone blocker which would block the testosterone for them but because you've grown on average like you've like most trans women that i know because of my age i've already gone through puberty i think it's different if you it's different if you've like taken these blockers before you go through puberty but if you've gone through puberty and you've got them productive organs that create testosterone there is no fucking way that you'll block it to five. Before I even like thought about hormones or anything like that, I remember when I was like 16, I went for a blood test. I remember it now. I had like 200 like nanograms of testosterone, like just like naturally. You've also got to think about the repercussions of what it's going to do to the bodies long term as well. Mm. Because sometimes with our bodies, we just do things like we go on these rapid diets for an instant result and we actually don't think about what it's going to do in the long term as well yeah and i also think the thing is with testosterone it is made by like certain things so if you are doing a lot of exercise as someone who's born female like you do have higher levels of testosterone generally Mm -hmm. so not only is it excluding trans women it's excluding a lot of women well, you was also saying that Middle Eastern women, they naturally yeah. have higher levels of testosterone yeah, yeah, yeah. in that's the body what as I've it got. is. Yeah, that's why I've got more testosterone. Like, I don't know why, I don't know how it is, but like, it is a known fact because a lot of them have like polycystic ovaries, which is like something that happens when you have loads of testosterone. It's like a known fact. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you're literally like excluding people that are just not even taking anything. I don't you're get excluding it. excluding people just because they grew up in a different country that has higher average, higher yeah. levels of testosterone because... This is this is an international global 
standard that yeah. they're setting. Well, they're just doing it on purpose. And yeah. it's just fucking shit. And it's all against trans women because, you know, there's no other need to do that, you know? Well, obviously, they're trying to say, obviously, like, they're going to be faster and stronger if they have higher levels of testosterone. But yeah. maybe you should actually be looking at the women that have lower testosterone and mm. injecting them with a bit of testosterone to get them up to the... Because I feel like we need to conduct actual recent survey to see how, what the actual average of a woman is. Because I just, I just cannot believe that they're saying the average woman is between eight and 60. So mm. they're going to say five. Yeah, that, it, that should, woman, it should be between eight and 60 then. The minimum, the yeah. minimum. Yeah. And then they should obviously now be uh, considering the fact that obviously there is a lot more trans people in sports. Yeah. So they need to look into it and do more research because the world's growing, things are developing, things are changing, and we need to be more inclusive for everybody to be involved. Yeah, in definitely. Things. Everyone should should be given a fair chance. That's literally what it is. Yeah, and they use this motive as like protection, like we said earlier. Like, what if someone's been working their whole life? To do? Well, no, it's not about protection. Yeah, that was like, actually me. I that know. said has been working the whole life because yeah <laughs> i know and like i get what you're saying and that is the public argument but i think it isn't protection it is literally excluding people from public space because society is not ready for people to question things that are supposedly solid like one of the first things i learned when i studied sociology in school is like gender men women these are the roles put on men women sex and gender same thing and it's like as soon as we start breaking this down which society has always existed in society for like the past like 100 years probably more but like like the most recent like i think 20 30 years or so we've been breaking down them gender stereotypes and like the fact that sex and gender are not mutually exclusive and i think society like wider society especially like our society is not ready to fucking accept that in general because it means everything they believe in like when you have a child you can't have a fucking gender reveal because at the end of the day like you don't know what that child might may yeah. place themselves and it just fucks so many people's heads that the only protection it's doing is it's protecting themselves from realizing that capitalism is bullshit and the way society's been structured for years is just fucking like it's not it's a lie you know because if you're bothered about performance and being unfair then crack down on people taking steroids don't crack exactly. down on people that are trying to actually just live their own life and identify how they want to identify and also i would argue because i have friends that are trans women when you take estrogen you change completely in terms of what so like your muscle density goes down so i have a friend who used to have very like muscly arms and legs and you know your muscle density mm -hmm. goes down your body proportion goes away you're less able to gain muscle so anything they're not putting themselves an advantage at all so it's actually just them being transphobic it's not actually <laughs> a logical <laughs> thing because if you'd have an issue you'd have the issue with the someone that's allowed to take the steroid every day which testosterone is the main steroid people use well this is well this is basically what they're saying is they should either have to have within this amount of testosterone in the body to therefore qualify to be mm -hmm. in a women's category or the, another option which they said is we can create a separate category no <laughs> Would, Which, well i'm all here like i would be a fucking because i'm not into sports but if i got to sit and watch an lgbtqi fucking sports day oh. i'd be there man <laughs> i'd be there yeah. doing my thing fucking yas queening i'm gonna cheerleader man aside literally. of course like, i am all here for that but i don't want it like if it was like the paralympics if it was like fucking respected in that same way but it's not gonna be is it it's gonna be like it's othering like, I have slight issues with the Paralympics. I think it's kind of unfair that that has had yeah. to happen. Yeah. We shouldn't other people. We should not other people. Mm -hmm. Let's all put us all together. 
And you know, if a fucking trans woman beats you, it's because she's fucking better than you. It's nothing to do with anything. Well, then this, like, people don't yeah. really accept gayness within the sport world, let alone transness. So I think if you actually othered them and separated them and made their own kind of like queer as fuck kind of like category i'd be all down and we'd all be supporting we'd be there in the sidelines but think about how much shit they'd get from society but also think about somebody that doesn't want people to know the trans yeah and a lot of yeah a lot of because a lot of people don't a lot of people don't and you'll be surprised in society around you there'll be trans people and you won't know there is trans people yeah no (laughs) (laughs) obviously don't just come for me like that cut that out to me there are trans people around you constantly okay and that has been for years trans people are not new and it's like you know what though that actually makes me feel very warm yeah because i'm i am still under the perception that there is not that many trans people in the world there are i know that i know that there is but also i never see and maybe that's obviously because yeah then this whole phrase of passable which is passing is its own its own fucking topic um because i feel like people are pressured so much into passing and yeah. also the perception that people see nowadays for trans people is obviously the ones that look like every other social so, media beauty influencer so the thing is with passing and the reason why boris scrapping the gender recognition act why this is such an issue is because with the uprise of accepting like being non-binary a lot of trans people felt able to identify themselves just out of like male and female they were able to say i'm non-binary trans masculine i'm non-binary trans feminine i'm non-binary i'm genderqueer i'm all these things so to be able to do that it means that you don't have to put yourself in a box and i feel like a lot of people now are able to not feel the pressure to pass it's like nah like if you want to be an in-between or not even an in-between a 70 percent a 30 percent a 10 percent if you want to be something one day and something another day fucking go for it and that's why a gender neutral box is so important for everyone So I often think it's vital for us to recognize countries who are leading the way with trans and non-binary laws, such as like Iceland, Argentina, Canada, India, uh, New Zealand, who all recognize a third gender or allow its residents like register as non-binary yeah. on their legal documents, such as passports, driving license, because like, what does it actually mean to someone like you, Yazi babes? To be able to recognise there is a third gender and also be able to be able to put that on legal documents. Well, it just means a lot, especially as a creative and an artist, because whenever I put my work into the world, um, I want it to be seen from a very neutral view. Like I'd never want my gender to be something that people consider when I make the work, unless I want, like, unless I specify it. And I think to be able to even just apply for a job as a neutral gender. I think we don't realize how much we put gender on things. So if I see a piece of work and I know it's made by like a woman, I will think differently about it. Just It's just ingrained in us. It's just ingrained. So I think yeah. that would mean the most to me. And also just to be recognized like that as well on a more emotional level. I just feel like I'm not pretending anymore. You know, like I am just myself and I think, you know, it is valid to not want to be like, I'm just genuinely naturally have always been in between i felt always felt like quite masculine a little bit feminine like i just feel very i i just don't place myself in either category so i think for people like me super important 
because you're valid you you're seen by society and it's accepted and it's not strange and like as we experienced earlier you're not going to have people just be like ladies first like because it'll become <laughs> common it'll become like common knowledge to them when it's like actually like recognized by a government mm -hmm. like by a like a thing it's less strange it's actually a recognized thing like people will start using it in their language and like it won't just be people it that normalizes yeah it it's more, just yeah. normal and like i can maybe in the workplace like let everybody know you know i'd be less afraid to be myself because i just feel like it's there'll be more people that are also allowing themselves to consider that for themselves as well do you know what i mean yeah completely what was the one line there that really stuck out for me that actually makes me feel a bit upset is you just said it's just to be recognized. Yeah. Like you're actually you're asking for the littlest thing ever. Yeah. Just to be recognized. That's no, all honestly. You're for. Honestly, like I remember like a few years ago when I actually came out to like someone close to me who was a who was an artist. I don't want to name drop anyone because you know, whatever. But um they, <laughs> when I came out to Banksy <laughs> a few years ago, now nah, basically like to actually like admit that and then they were like using the term the correct terms with me and everything, I actually for the first time in my whole life actually felt seen and I was like, Wow and like it's just such a strange feeling to actually like feel at ease it's just nice it's just really nice and i feel like it's important and it's a, such a small change for everyone else in the world yeah but it means so much to people like me but yeah fuck boris your voice is heard and i feel like it's the rest of sighting and i can be including that that also now need to be recognizing that and giving you guys the respect and give you exactly what you're asking for yeah you know it's not hard for us to do that it's literally another so box. We actually need to just be a bit more aware and also step up, speak, yeah. have these conversations with other people and make them aware. We need to start recognizing and respecting yeah. people by how I they want to be treated and I how they want to be referred to. I just want to say to all the trans and non-binary and all insect people out there, as well as non-conforming, you have taught me to saying that as well. Nice. I love you. Please stay true to yourself. There's love in people's hearts and carry on being the best version of yourself that you can be. Yes, yeah, so much love. Well, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening to episode nine. Sadly, coming to an end. I've been Yasmin Metcalf. And I have been Simeon Taylor. And this has been One and That. <laughs> Get out now. You don't even know the name of the podcast. Get out of the studio now. I do. I said it differently. <laughs> Why on now? <laughs> Keep those pussies wet. Yes. Peace out. Peace out.